This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. Pearl Jam guitarist Stone Gossard has teamed up with singer-songwriter Mason Jennings to create a side project called Painted Shield. After years of collaborating on this project remotely, they finally released their self-titled debut album on November 27th. Stone Gossard joins me now to talk about the project. Hello. Hi, Emily. How are you? Good. Good to have you here. I absolutely love your song, Time Machine. Considering, you know, Mason's background is more kind of folk influenced and yours is more, you know, rock and grunge influenced. How did your backgrounds come together to create this track, Time Machine? That's an interesting song in the in the mix of songs on the records. It's probably the one that um, that we worked over the most in terms of some of them came really easy. Knife Fight, uh, that's the first thing that we recorded. And, and it was I just kind of sent him that arrangement um, the way it almost sounds now minus a, a few sort of keyboards and stuff like that but he just threw that vocal down and sent it back but time machine was one where i had a couple the main riff was there but there was a whole different chorus and a bridge and and he sang a version of that and we liked the main riff but then th- the rest of the song wasn't quite paying off and then we ended up writing a new vocal and then then I just stripped it all the way back down to like just two parts and I used like the bridge as the chorus. So it was this very sort of deconstructive process of like really kind of like knowing you like a song, but trying to figure out the puzzle of what it is that made it all work. So it was probably the most kind of worked over and arranged thing that we had. Mama says there's no time machine. And then we sent it to John Congleton um, who was the guy that mixed it, who's an incredible mixer and mixes all kinds of great records. And we encouraged him when he mixed our record to like be aggressive. Like, you know, if you hear stuff you don't like, take it out. If you want to play something on it, play something on it. You know, he's a he's a keyboardist and a guitar player and he's a great musician too. And uh, he really stripped that one down and pulled things out that uh, I think the second verse that guitar part was a bass part and then uh, maybe it was a scratch guitar doing the part that he just sort of pulled up and kind of used as the main guitar part and turned off the guitars in certain sections and really really did a lot of work to it so it's a little bit of a Frankenstein so I'm not quite sure like you know how that one kind of ended up like it did but it was usually if you have too many of those kind of songs it doesn't work but if you have a few that you have to kind of really slave over it's it's okay I think. so this album was released on your record label loose groove records which was founded in 1994 and i understand at one point you worked with queens of the stone age on that label and you've worked with others you ended up stepping away from the label for about two decades um, but have recently revived the label in part because of the passing of local musician sean smith who died in 2019 from a torn aorta and high blood pressure. And Sean played in your side project band called Brad. Can you talk about how Sean influenced the resurgence of Loose Groove Records? Well, Sean and and Regan, who's my connection with Sean, you know, Regan Hagar, who's my partner at Loose Groove, who I've known since, you know, going to see Malfunction back in 1984. And we've always been connected 
through art. And and it was really Regan that discovered Sean Smith when he was working at Tower Records on the Ave. This, you know, this kid who had moved up from Bakersfield, California, and who loved Prince and but loved Zeppelin, too. And, and it was it was like Regan manifested him in a, in a way, you know, I'd, so, you know, from the as soon as Regan fell in love with Sean's music back in the day, we started talking about playing music together and on a whim just, you know, made that first Brad record as a, a challenge to ourselves. We just said, let's 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 make a record. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. You know, I just got back from, you know, touring with Pearl Jam and I had some money in the bank and I was like feeling my oats, I think, and a little bit in terms of like, you know, it's not that hard. We can just, you know, go in and write some songs. You don't, don't think about it. Just, just make the commitment. And, uh, and that's what we did. We, we made a, we made a record and we wrote a record in about a week and, and we just did it. And uh, it was, is still the, one of the most impactful sort of musical connections that's affected me. And I know Regan as well. And, and after, years of making music with Sean and and then after his passing I think Regan and I just you know one we we knew that we wanted to find each other again because we hadn't really been spending too much time together and Brad was not was just kind of struggling to kind of find its reason to make music but shockingly you know two weeks before Sean passed he was like we got to make a record. And we mean Regan had songs that we had been hoping that he was going to finish for a long time. And he's like, Oh, I'll finish that. Yeah, I'm totally in. And we were just, all of us were just giddy thinking about it. Cause we, I think we even had, we had studio time booked and everything. I mean, we were, we were off to kind of finish this record and kind of start another chapter. And, um, and that's when we, we learned that he had, that he had passed. And um, I think just the fact that we had started up again, you know, I think Regan and I just felt the compulsion to, to kind of find things that made us happy. And this paint and shield record was done and, and Regan loved that. And, and there was a, and there was a Brittany Davis's uh, who is the, who is the keyboard player and the singer in painted shield. Um, she's making a record right now with loose groove and he loves that. So we just said, you know, let's do it. And, and we have a Brad, some Brad music that's going to come out at some point too. So there's a, there's a lot of stuff that's kind of, you know, brewing, but it, it really, you know, I, I think Sean and, and Regan and I, that connection really, you know, inspired, you know, more, more of it. You know, Stone Gossard, you've played in so many bands. You know, a lot of people know you from Pearl Jam, but you've also played in Green River, Mother Love Bone, Temple of the Dog and Brad. And, you know, so many of those bands help lay the stage, you know, before there was Pearl Jam. Again, there were all these other bands you were in and they helped kind of, you know, eventually form Pearl Jam as well as just grunge as a genre. What do you think each of those bands or projects taught you about either yourself or the community or just about music? You know, it's just, it's pretty whimsical and it's, and it's sort of just this sort of kind of belief that things right in front of you are, there's, there's connections and musical collaborations that are just at your doorstep that are just fruitful and as the possibilities are as great as they are if you you know go to the ends of the earth looking for your perfect partner and i i think that that would be the the through line is that it's just sort of uh this 
stubborn persistence in collaboration and projects, for lack of a better word, to be inspired and 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 never really having uh, a lot of confidence just in my ability to do it all by myself. It's sort of, you know, that's that's another inspiration to kind of go, I got it. I need to be surrounded by people that are really talented. And then maybe I can fit in in this way that's just right or in some way that makes it cool, but it's not necessarily all my responsibility. So I, I think there's some of that going on too. But, you know, Andy Wood is, you know, I, I think about him um, in terms of his charisma and his, you know, such a deep loving person who everybody wanted to be connected to and, and how much he inspired me and Regan and Jeff Amon all about art, you know, like about humor and, you know, combining musical genres and uh, laughing at yourself and, and being outrageous and, you know, just taking chances in that regard. And, and so he, he was really powerful in my life as well. You know, with all the bands you've been in, you've worked with so many amazing vocalists, you know, Mark Arm, Andrew, Andy Wood, Chris Cornell, Sean Smith, Eddie Vedder, and now Mason Jennings. And, you know, from my understanding, you are never short of musical ideas. Like I've heard you say, like when it comes to working with Eddie Vedder, it's like I could send him like 500 ideas, but sometimes that's really overwhelming. And so I have to like, you know, bring it back a little bit. And it makes me wonder, I mean, with working with all these bands and projects and vocalists you've worked with, do you have to shift how you create music or how you collaborate based on which project you're working on? Yeah. I mean, I, I think it is. I don't know that it's really like really definable in terms of how those, what those shifts look like. You know, some of them are, are more obvious, you know, for the, for a lot of the Painted Shield record, I wrote sort of the main sort of foundation, the arrangement, you know, sort of be the rhythm guitar kind of you know, sort of the guitar that's kind of down there, but it's not floating above it all. It's the sort of more like the kind of the root of the song. And that's kind of my, you know, that's been where my sort of traditionally where I've been at with songs that Mason writes and with songs that with um, that Matt writes, I got to find another spot to be in. And that's not my strength, you know, or it's not my uh, most comfortable spot. So I, I like to be out there kind of, you know, more than sort of the improvising or at least finding uh, parts that link and sort of that, that sing as a singer, but not getting in the way of the singer. You know, you, you, if you're not playing the rhythm, you got to play You got to find a, something to do and it's, and it's finding the right spot in the song. And that's a challenge and it's exciting. I love it. I love doing it, but um, uh, you know, that would be the, the more uncomfortable or sort of less, uh, less road traveled that I, that I'm sort of, that I'm challenged by. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. Hearts and thoughts, they fade, fade away. You know, beyond side projects like Painted Shield, you also do so much to give back to the community. You know, I was talking with Om Jahari, who sings backup vocals on this particular album. And she was telling me about, you know, a collaboration you were recently doing with female musicians in the Seattle area. They kind of created this like super group where they'd perform together. And then, you know, you'd you'd help them record some of their songs at, you know, your studio. 
overall, you're so integrated into Seattle's music community and you and have been for decades. And, you know, for you, is it just like a, just a pure love of music and like feels like you can't get enough of it or create enough of it? So you're always doing these collaborations or is it almost like a duty you may feel, you know, because you've been so successful to also give back to the community? I mean, I think a little bit of both and also just a little bit of just, it's just who I am. It's just like, I wake up and think about like uh, how to, the, how the puzzle pieces fit together. And, you know, I, I, I see opportunities and I kind of balance those out with time and how much time I have. And, and, and so in an imperfect way, I'm just tinkering. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I think that's cool. Or I'm excited about that because I'm not out of clubs. I'm not a voracious music listener necessarily, but I do uh, give time to artists that I get excited about and, and try to talk them into being optimistic and, uh, and, and talk them into a process that that'll help them succeed, at least based on my own experience, you know? Yeah. You know, you give back to the community, but also Pearl Jam has always kind of stepped up to give back to the community. You'll be playing a fundraiser for the runoff election in Georgia this month. You recently played in a coronavirus relief show for Washington State. You know, members of Pearl Jam have been involved in the Seattle Musician Healthcare Organization called Smash and their benefit show. And I'm sure, you know, a band like Pearl Jam gets requests like this all the time. But, you know, do you and and members of, of your band ever have conversations around balancing kind of your time? Time, as well as kind of the duty to volunteer your talents. Yeah, I mean, we all we all do what we can, and and we 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 do some, and you know, we could do more, and we could do less. Um, but I, I think it's built into kind of our psychology that that philanthropy and 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 some um, connections uh, to stuff outside of the band is is really important to all of us. But, uh, you know, I, I'm proud of the band and I'm proud of our history and I hope that it that it continues and that um, and that we can even, you know, be more active in the future. So I want to go out on a song um, from, you know, this new project, Painted Shield, but I want you to choose what song we go out on, a song that you love the way it came together or the sound of it or the or the, you know, backstory behind it. But what song would you want to go out on and why? Uh, I, I want you to play 10 years from now, which it's the sort of the ballad, I guess, a little bit on the record. Um, I love the arrangement. I love the way it came together with Mason. Me and Mason had a few conversations about the lyrics and he had been going through some pretty heavy um, relationship changes and, and was feeling angry and sort of sort of bitter about it all. And, 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 and we talked about it and, and you know, I, I encouraged him to like imagine, you know, sometime in the future when it was when it would be a little bit better and and he really took that to heart and and he came back with this whole other thing that was so filled with like again like this sort of bittersweet and and sadness but it also has this you know undercurrent of love in it that's so evident too so yeah uh, it's a good one Well, I've been speaking with Stone Gossard. His new project in collaboration with singer-songwriter Mason Jennings called Painted Shield was released on November 27th by Stone Gossard's own Loose Groove Records. Stone, thanks so much for chatting today. Yeah, uh, my pleasure. Thank you, Emily, for having me.
That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.